Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, This is your host, Brenda Miller, and I just want to encourage the moms out here today to go for it. A lot of times we sell ourselves short. We don't do things that we should do or we could do because we're worried about the things and the responsibilities that we have to our family and our children. But sometimes you just got to go for it and figure it out. So, of course, we can't neglect the responsibilities that we have, but we can figure it out sometimes. I just want to encourage you if you are on the fence about taking a promotion or starting your business or uh, just taking some opportunities um, at your job or through your business or whatever it is that you're doing, consider it, (laughs) highly consider it and take a chance. Uh, Take that opportunity um, because what's for you will be for you, you know? So I just wanted to encourage somebody today with that. Uh, This episode is going to be great. I think you'll really relate to Shalina, who is my um, guest today. Uh, Her story was super helpful for me and some of the things that she says and some of the things that she's passionate about. So without further ado, here's Shalina. Shalina Bell is the founder and CEO of the Prioritize Her brand and creator of the Prioritize Her care package. She believes women should make themselves a priority so that they can be better for themselves and their families because with the right mindset and systems in place, they can have more energy for their interests and passions. Aside from being a content creator, small business owner, and influencer, Shalina is a workforce development manager for a healthcare association. Shalina is a proud Michigan native, fire up ships. She is married to her husband of six years and mother to two four-year-old twin boys. Shalina enjoys connecting with her prioritize her community, spending time with family and friends, reading and yoga. Welcome Shalina to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Um, One of the things we start off with with every interview is just an opportunity to brag on your babies. So I would love to hear a little something about your twin boys. Yes. So, um, yep. So as you've said, I have um, beautiful four-year-old twin boys that just keep me humble, keep me busy, keep me going. And I could not have asked for anything else I prayed for I prayed for boys and God gave me two of them so so shout out to the boy moms right um but yeah so I let's see let's where can I even start what are they doing nowadays so um I guess just a little bit of of background um 
Elijah, who is the oldest by one minute. <laughs> um, Elijah and Jaden are their names. Elijah is actually on the autism spectrum. And um, we like to say, you know, he is amazingly abled and because he can do all things and, and more. So I'll, I'll start with him. You know, he is just an amazing being. And it, I love to see the world, just a glimpse of the world in his eyes. Um, he is, um, he's verbal, but he's not verbal in the sense of how, how we socialize, how we communicate, um, you know, back and forth. But, you know, he definitely communicates his needs, his wants, you know, he is so, um, just inquisitive and, and playful and he loves to build he loves to like his numbers and he lines up his numbers and his letters you know and you know he's just I, he's very interested in like building things and taking them down so that's something that I love observing you know just to see like I said the world in a different in in his eyes you know which is totally different from our eyes but to be able to come in his world I feel so blessed that God has you know, giving me the children that he's, he's given me. Um, but yeah, he is so amazing to just be around. He's so loving, you know, um, I, I love his snuggles and his hugs. Uh, so we have a lot of good time just playing and just a lot of like communicating through our eyes, through our, um, through, through play, you know, that is, that is something big. And I think it's really special to be able to do that. Um, and, and to kind of, like I said, to come to his world and to just communicate with him. So he is comfortable and he knows that he is obviously supposed to be here. So that is my oldest, um, again, by one minute. And then Jaden, who is, is, who is me in the flesh? <laughs> he, <laughs> he is, he is his mom and he is, um, just so smart, so outgoing, you know, so intelligent. He is such a helper. I always say that God, you know, he, he assigns us all, um, our role in life. And, you know, he is a helper by nature. He has always been. And I always think like maybe God has placed this in him, you know, because of his brother and, you know, and I, and I just appreciate that fact of him, even though he's four, he's a kid and we treat him like a kid, but inside of him, he is a natural helper at school. He likes to help clean up he likes to be line leader you know he's already reading and he helps he helps out you know with the other kids in the classroom um you know he is very athletic we just signed him up for soccer today so I'm excited to be a soccer mom um in the spring so you know he's ready to take that step and he said he wanted to you know do some different sports so we're excited to get him wrapped up in that, but he is just such a, a bright, sweet child. He is so sweet, so thoughtful. Um, and I know that he's going to grow up to be amazing and definitely look out after his brother and they're going to look out after each other because we definitely instill in them that you have each other. You are each other's brother's keeper and, you know, you got to look out after one another, you know, and Elijah looks out for him as well. So I just think they are amazing um, young men that I'm glad that God has borrowed, loaned them to me um, so for the time that he has. And I'm happy to raise them along with my husband. Um, it's just been amazing to see them grow. So I just can't wait to continue to see them, to see them grow even more and to just very handsome, um, successful young men. And they will be five in April. So time Time flies. Wow, that's awesome though. It'll be nice to add to your um bio soccer mom. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. 
Yes. And um, I'm an April baby. So they are oh. some wonderful, special young men um, yes. to be born in April. <laughs> Definitely. So speaking of your babies, when, like, where were you in your career and your work life when you became a mom? Yeah. So, you know, this is interesting because I feel like my kids saved me because I was at the time and I was in, um, I worked a government job at the time and it was a pretty stressful job. You know, I had a, I was like a case manager. So I had a large caseload and excuse me, the job was pretty, pretty stressful at the time, you know, and when I got pregnant, um, I felt like that it was, it saved me because I never went back to the job. You know, I went on maternity leave, you know, and I stayed off for, I think I was able to stay off for three, two and a half years, I believe around two and a half years. So, um, so that's where I was in my career. I had just graduated um, from undergrad. I started and I started to go to grad school when I got that job. Um, it was after me and my husband got married, um, about a year and a half after we got married. So I, so I, I was ready to advance to something different. You know, I was supposed to go in, it was supposed to be a stepping stone, but I kind of got stuck and, you know, I just wasn't really happy where I was at the time. So, um, so they, they were truly a blessing in disguise at the time, you know, not knowing what life will be or how it would take off afterward, but that's, that's where it all started. So what was that like making that decision? Like, even though it was a stressful job, I mean, it was still a job and it was still something that you were doing. And they said like, all right, so I had these kids, it's been past, you know, eight weeks, 12 weeks. Uh, I think it's time to let this go. Like, what was that like for you? Well, I think it started with, you know, my husband played a big role in this, you know, for us to really sit down he knew that, you know, the job was stressful at the time. One, two, I mean, two kids in daycare is very expensive. So yeah. as infants, you know, so we talked about like, okay, you know, we need to consider going down to one income because it would be, it would be more, you know, um, what's the word more cost efficient or cost effective if I stayed home with the babies and you know and just you know funnel that and and not have to spend additional money to put them in daycare so you know that ended up working well I think because I believe I got off um, however it worked out I think it was God it worked out to where I was able to extend my leave because one I had twins and two I had a c-section so when you Mm -hmm. have so I had a high-risk pregnancy so because of that I was able to get more time off so it was the way it worked out it was all a blessing you know and yeah so it really started with just me and my husband you know talking it over and deciding that that was the best for us so you know I ended up staying home with them and and it was good for me one to just connect with them because you know it's two kids I had you yeah. know I have to give them all of my time I nursed I, I nursed tandem I nursed both of them at the same time I pumped you know and their schedules were not always in sync so I was either um nursing one and pumping on the other you know the other and then mm-hmm. vice versa so I was up a lot, you know, so it, it just worked out really well to be at home, to be able to be with them, to be able to sew in them and just spend the time, you know, that I needed to with them that I wouldn't have been able to, you know, had I had had to go to daycare and we were able to um, 
I don't know if it's save money, but just not have to spend that additional money, you know, putting that money towards something else versus that daycare because it would have been really expensive. Yeah, shoot, it's expensive for one child. It is. (laughs) It is. I know when you start doubling it, even with sibling discounts or whatever else. And I know one of the problems that I was having when I started putting my son in daycare was just that they didn't have enough space for kids under two. So I could imagine even if you were trying to find a space for the two of them, Mm -hmm. it may have been hard because they might have had space for one kid, but not the other. Because I know the place where I ended up putting my son, he he was the only um, newborn ish infant or whatever, because she was like, I'm only taking care of one infant. Yeah, because it's a lot of work. So I can imagine that. But it's definitely good to be able to take that time and just like refresh and rejuvenate yourselves. And kids give you so much um, life. So they do. And you know what? And and to speak about the, the refreshing and rejuvenating, I did not learn how to refresh and rejuvenate till later because I feel like, you know, working a stressful job. And then going from that stress to first time mom stress, you know, I didn't really have a chance to enjoy it as much as I would have. And I think about that often. I was like, if I got pregnant again, I would try to do it very differently. I would try to, you know, enjoy the moment and not be as stressed out about everything. But I think just at the time that was kind of just, you know, where I was in life, just, you know, kind of heightened and stressed about some things that were going on. But, you know, now looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have appreciated that time more, you know, and on top of that, I, I felt like because, you know, my friends were in, you know, career spaces at the time and here I am married and I'm I'm having kids. So for me, I felt like, well, is is this not where I'm supposed to be right now? I'm not not supposed to be a stay at home mom because I had not, I had worked probably since I was 16 or younger, you know, I always Mm -hmm. done some type of side gig or, you know, some type of working. So for me to, finally take time off I felt really weird you know being at home you know for me and I just wish I would have cherished it more because I'm like oh take me off now you know get let me get a break but you know not knowing you know then what I know now I definitely it definitely would have been different but I definitely will I definitely see that as something that I would cherish something that I would just you know recommend to new moms like definitely cherish the time when you're pregnant you know your body changes your hormone changes so much changes during that time and you'll look back and be and and it it happens so fast you know your kids grow up so fast you know really enjoy the moments even those hard moments you know that you know when you're up late they're up you know it's it's all a part of the journey and I definitely, you know, appreciate it now, but I wish I would appreciate it a little more back then. That makes sense. That makes total sense. I feel like you never, um, what do they say, Monday morning quarterback, where you looking back and like, man, if I had done this, or what if mm-hmm. I had done this when I was on parental leave? Or what if I had done this? And it's just like, all right, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's done. Right. Um, but we can definitely take it and cherish it now. So, um so you stay at home so you have your babies and then you decide to stay at home for a little bit then what makes you say all right I'm going to go back to work and then on top of that then start your own business like what was kind of going on towards the end of that time 
of staying home? Yeah, so, you know, I I had experienced a lot of different things being at home. One, like I said, I felt away because I was not working. So I, I never fully grasped, like, you know, feeling okay not working. But I got to a point where I needed something for me. And that's kind of like, you know, we'll talk, and I know we'll talk about, like, my prioritized her brand a little later. But that's kind of thinking back now, that was kind of the buildup of where I am today. Like I needed something for myself. You know, I knew for me at the time, I like work, but I just wanted to work somewhere, you know, in a different career trajectory, you know, doing some different things. So, you know, me being home allowed me to, um, to do some job searching and to really kind of find something to kind of put me on a different, um, career path. So at that time, I was like, okay, you know, it's time. The kids are a little older. Daycare is a little cheaper because they were already, you know, they, they had probably turned one. And I think that um, sometime after that, that's when, you know, we started to look for daycares and stuff like that. So, you know, it was, it was time. I knew it was time for them to, you know, be social and go to school and then, for, and then for me to go back, um, to work. So I was able to, you know, find a job that I, that I, I, I would like, and that would get me kind of back on my path, a slow, a slow ease into it, which it was. So, right. you know, I knew that it was time for that. And, you know, I was happy to get back to me, you know, because during the time that I was at home, I did get postpartum depression, you know, I did lose myself. And I think sometimes, you know, we don't talk about those things. And I think that I we didn't, I in my, during my time, I didn't really have the mom circle to talk about the postpartum depression, to talk about losing myself in my marriage, losing myself as a mom and what that means, what that looked like, you know, me having mom guilt for wanting to take time, you know, for myself, you know, wanting to try to get back to see what it, what does it look like to have a little bit of life for me? Like I didn't have that at the time, you know, so, but I knew that I, I was like, okay, well work is something I can do so I can get back to me. So that was kind of the start, um, of just getting back out. And I think it, it think it worked out really well um, at that time. That's good. I mean, that's such a key, you know, needing something for yourself, needing to remember who you were outside of the roles that you took on. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can relate to that because we can get so tied up with, okay, I'm so-and-so's wife, I'm so-and-so's mom, this is what I do. And then you kind of, cause I remember one time I forgot what I like to do. I'm like, what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yep. Yep. I'm so tied up into everything else. So I think that's good to say, you know, I actually like going to work. I didn't, I might not have liked exactly where I was and what I was doing at that time, but I kind of missed it a little bit. And to right. take that opportunity to um, say that, uh, you needed something for you. I think that is definitely a key and certainly important to remember. Mm-hmm. So with starting that, when you kind of thought about that you needed something for you and you needed, um, you go back to work, at what point do you start prioritize her? So prioritize her is was birthed um, last year, that was 2020. So I would say that um, between 20, 
let's see, 2018, 2017, 2018 until 2020. That's when I really have been doing the work, you know, the work that I didn't even know what it would, what it would turn out to be. You know, I pray for God to show me my purpose, to show me, you know, what my assignment is, who am I supposed to reach? You know, what am I supposed to be helping? Like on what fashion am I supposed to be helping? I always knew that like I was made to help, you know, my, I have a, um, healthcare background. So I was originally going to become a physical therapist because I always want to help somebody get better, help them to improve, you know, where they were in life. So, and while I wasn't doing that, I was helping friends and family and just other people just, you know, in their daily life, just encouraging them and try to help them do some of the things that they were doing. So it's always been in me. So I feel like those years of me, you know, having my babies, really learning about systems and routines, you know, we had routines down pat, you know, we would have, you know, how we would measure the nursing, the pumping, the milk, you know, what they ate, you know, we would have charts galore, we would have, you know, our routines for them, you know, we would map them out, even when we had, you know, our mother's babysit, we would have the whole routine laid out and things. So just things were orderly. So the system started early on. And I think that they were really helpful for us. Because obviously, I mean, with the two kids, we had to stay in some type of order, because it was already chaotic enough. So by having those things in place, you know, it just made things a little easier and a little less chaotic in the midst of the chaos that it was. So, um, so I would definitely say that that had prepared me, but it was until um, COVID-19 to quarantine hit, you know, and I know that this has um, really impacted all of us in, in so many ways, one way or another, you know, but for me, I realized that, okay, you know, I've been a mom, I'm a wife, I'm working, you know, things are well, things are good, but I still need something for me, you know, and at the time, you know, again, you know, I have my mom role, my wife role, me and my husband had a podcast together, you know, which was great, you know, but again, I didn't have something for me, you know, it was always, you know, you share, I mean, obviously, when you're married, you know, you share things. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, what, what is mine? What do I have for me? And, you know, and before quarantine, I did have a, a great self care routine, you know, I went to yoga, hot yoga, I love hot yoga. So that's something that I went to probably two to three times a week. So, you know, that was like my time to be out by myself, you know, I was getting some fitness, I was getting some, you know, mental rejuvenation, like I, yoga is just good for the mind, body, soul, all the above. So that was my way of decompressing and relaxing, releasing, and just having my me time away from my family. But obviously with COVID, I wasn't able to do that. So, you know, we were all at home and I think it really just shined light on the fact that, you know, I don't have anything for me, you know, that is, even though it may seem like it, I don't. And by the world slowing down, by, you know, our household slowing down, I was able to really look into our systems, look into our household, figure out what routines were working, changing the routines, you know, and everything. So just really to get us back on track, because we still need routines, you know, my um, Elijah, my son, he has in-home therapy. So, that was going on at the house. And then my other, and, and Jaden, he was going to daycare. So, and then at the time, I think in the beginning of, of quarantine, he was at home. So we had to keep him entertained because obviously if he has a structure at school, he has to have a structure at home. So that was a lot of coordination between me and my husband, just to make sure that he's getting the proper attention. He's getting, you know, some of his 
you know, some lessons done. Obviously, we're not teachers, but we tried to do our best at the time. So, yeah. I, yeah, so I just think that at that point, I said, you know, I need something for me. And I wanted to just get more, I guess, serious, if you will, on, on Instagram. Like, I've always wanted to kind of be on social media in some form or fashion. Um, I've always wanted to be on YouTube. That was, like, my biggest thing because I, I always watched YouTubers. That was my thing in college and kind of a little bit after that. And now, I still do now. That's one of my favorite pastimes, just to watch YouTubers and stuff. So, I was like, I want to be a YouTuber one day, you know. But then, the influencing, social media influencer, um, really kind of kicked off and you know that was something that I was like well I can do this you know I want to share my story I want to show other people that you know you can do you can balance these roles you just have to find what works for you you have to establish your your systems and your routines for your household so you can do the things that you want to do for yourself so May of last year is when I got started, you know, and then from there, it's just evolved into what it is today. And, you know, that's why the name Prioritize Her came to mind, because, you know, we as women, whether you are single or married or in or you have children, you are you need to prioritize yourself because in all those roles, you know, there are other priorities in your life. You know, whether you are, you know, working, you are a caregiver, again, you know, taking care of your children, you know, being a wife to your husband. And, you know, there's all those roles you need to make time for yourself. So I wanted to have a community and have a place for space for people to um, figure out how to prioritize themselves, figure out what that looks like for them, you know, figure out how to do that, how to make time for it. Because I know that that's the main thing that we hear all the time. It's like, well, I don't have time. And it's like, well, we all have the same amount of time, but how are you using your time? You know, and I think that that is a very valuable thing that I've learned. And when you have routines and systems in place for yourself, for your household, you can make time for those other things, you know, making time to be on your podcast, you know, making time to work out, you know, making time to, you know, go to Target, because those are some of the things that I love doing. But I think that it really takes, it takes discipline. But I think if you map it out, you know, you can, you can really use your time to do those things. So yeah, that's kind of how it birthed. And, you know, and I'm just really sharing, you know, my experience, my stories, and in hopes that I will help others do the same and either, you know, get back to them, find, find, um, you know, them again, outside of all of their roles, or, you know, just help them build that foundation. So they don't lose themselves once they get in those roles. That's exciting. I mean, we all have to think about um, how to add some sort of structure to our lives. I know for me, um, I've been continuously working on structure for my two-year-old. And because, I mean, we would let him stay up however long and then he wouldn't want to go to sleep. But as soon mm-hmm. as I started <laughs> giving him some structure and being like, all right, it's eight o'clock. Like, yeah, you know, just trying to force myself to just know that between 730 and 830, that's let's get this boy wound down so he can get um, life so that I can have free time after nine o'clock that I don't have Mm -hmm. to do everything I want to do between 11 p.m. and one in the morning. Like I can get rest. So, right. It makes a difference. Yes, it makes a total difference. So I think that, you know, continuing to help people just figure out ways and additional ways where they can add structure, add systems, and also use the extra time that they have to prioritize themselves 
is really good. Um, so when you think about that, when you think about like what you've done so far, and honestly, <laughs> like you have twin boys, one of mm-hmm. them is on the autism spectrum, it might need a little more atten- or different type mm-hmm. of attention, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And then having left your job for a couple years, going back into the workforce, starting a new business, but still, you know, your kids are growing up. They're more active. They have things going mm-hmm. on. You're about to be a soccer mom and you still got your <laughs> husband. Like, what do you do? What is part of, especially knowing that, you know, some of the things that you used to do, like the hot yoga might look a little mm-hmm. different. What are you doing now to take care of yourself? So I, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. So what I, what I do now, I have like my routines, like it's, it's, it's a proven fact. And, 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 and I know it because it works. And I know when I don't do my routines, my things are, are affected, you know? So my morning routine, that's one thing that I do to really, you know, get my, um, my, me mentally ready for the day, you know? So I, I journal, I, you know, listen to my gospel music, I do uh, a devotional, I write into my like gratitude, um, some gratitude uh, notes down. And so, you know, my morning routines are very, very special to me. And that's like a non-negotiable. I have to start the morning, you know, getting my mindset ready and getting up early. You know, I'm not an early riser, but I, I see the benefit of it. And last Friday, I did not do my morning routine. I said, I'm going to sleep in 30 extra minutes. And those 30 extra minutes minutes did so much bad <laughs> versus you know good like I I, I should have just gotten up and just you know forfeited the 30 minutes because it just it did not help my day like my day started late you know I didn't get my my mental ready so that really kind of threw me off for the day and the day just kind of mm-hmm. went real fast and I didn't feel like I got anything done so you know so the morning routines are something that it just really helped me get through anything. It just kind of really mentally prepares you, you know, for the day. So that's one thing I do. And then um, my nighttime routines. This is the time where the kids are down, my husband's somewhere else, and I take long showers. I listen to my gospel. I can decompress, you know. So those are just small things, you know, in in-house things that I do, you know, for my day that really helps me, you know. So I start the morning, you know, with gratitude and positivity and you know and that mental piece and then I end it with that piece and then throughout the day and this is like a work day I guess we could talk about like a work week kind of things that I do and then I take breaks throughout the day you know like mental breaks where I'll just kind of shift and adjust so that way my mind is not like so focused on one thing all throughout the day but those are like you know, if we're talking about bare minimum. Those are like my bare minimum things that I've done for self-care. You know, I've done, I've worked out, you know, I, and I'm, and I am getting back to that actually. Like my, I just saw my yoga instructor and um, they are back open virtually. So now that I know that I said, let me, let me incorporate this back into my schedule. So that's something that I'm going to be working on this month just to figure out how to incorporate that in my routines. But other than that, you know, I'll take time to, you know, go grab coffee from Starbucks. I'll take time to go to Target and literally I don't have to buy anything in Target, but just to walk around because something about Target, it just calms me. It's a peaceful place for me, you know, (laughs) right? So, so, you know, that is getting, getting um, coffee and going to Target is like, 
everything to me. And it doesn't even have to be a long time, but just it's a time for me to just break away. And, you know, and, and, it, and it's been good. It's been really good. You know, obviously reading as well. I haven't put too much pressure on myself to read um, because I'm, I am usually doing something else. So, but I do have my book that I'll read, you know, a couple chapters a week, you know, just to kind of refresh my brain, but, you know, but those are things that I've been doing and they've really been helping, really been helping. Like, you know, having the whole, the routine and the system from my household period have been working because, you know, you know, kids are down, dishes clean, you know, we, we meal prep. So the dinner's done, you know, and it, it may not always get done, you know, cause some days, are better than others but my my routines are non-negotiable I have to do them because I know that they work and they they really made a difference for my self-care for my well-being you know especially during this time because I can't do all the things that I would normally do yeah that makes total sense I mean I appreciate the intentionality behind a morning routine and an evening routine and I was telling somebody earlier it's like man I really need to get back into it, wake up, <laughs> do what I need to do mm-hmm. um, so that I can have the guidance, the vision that I need for the day. So I really like that. Um, so what advice would you give to other moms who might be listening to the podcast and they're hearing your story? Maybe they're a twin mom too. Maybe they have a child that's on the autism spectrum you know, maybe they're going back to work after an extended maternity leave. Like, what would you, um, what advice would you give to a listener of the podcast? So the advice that I would give is, 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 it sounds simple, but it may not always be so simple, but it's find your outlet. Whatever that looks like for you, find your outlet. Your outlet can be, you know, your a hobby. You know, your outlet can be a place that you go to, somebody that you talk to. You know, just a thing that you do that takes you um, to a peaceful place. You know, to a place that you can be still, you can be calm, you can be refilled. You know, where when you might have been depleted from the other, um, you know, competing priorities and roles that you may be in, but find your outlet, find a hobby. I find that, you know, we don't, a lot of us don't have hobbies. We don't know what we want to do because we put so much into our families, you know, and that piece of our life that we don't know what we want to do. And I was one of them, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I always thought about my family or like, okay, what, what can I do next? But what, what brings me joy? What, what sparks joy inside of me? you know, that I can do to kind of pull me away, but make me better, you know, for my family, make me better for me. So I would say, find your outlet, start to think about, you know, what it is that you enjoy or get back to some of the things that you enjoy. And yeah, it might not look the same way it did before, you know, your new roles and things, but how can you get a piece of that, you know, to be able to make sure that you are whole and to make sure that you are functioning, you know, and again, and make sure that you are refilling your cup. You know, that is so important to refill it and to give from the overflow. That's something that I always talk about. So, yeah, so that would be my advice. Find find your outlet. And that's something that I definitely love to help women do, you know, find their outlet. That's something that I have done because it, it does take some time to explore and to dig deep to figure out what it is that you like to do, you know, outside of all those other things. But, yeah, that would be my advice. Awesome. I like that. I really do. Finding your outlet, finding a peaceful place, whether it's a hobby, a place, a person, something 
that you can um, give yourself to and enjoy. Um, so with that, how can people contact you? Like if they're interested in learning more about prioritize her, or if they're interested in just talking to you or relating to some of the things um, that you mentioned on the podcast, how can they find you? Yes. Yeah, so there's a couple ways you can connect with me. Um, obviously on Instagram at um, Shalina underscore B. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll include that information. So it's Shalina underscore B on Instagram. Um, I post again, I post about prioritize her about motivational things um, and marriage and motherhood content as well. Um, I also have a uh, Facebook community called the Prioritize Her Community. That's my tribe, um, just of like-minded women that are in similar spaces, just learning how to prioritize themselves, put them first, you know, learning how to make sure their mindset is in place, make sure that they have the right routines in place and to make sure that they're reaching um, their goals. So that's another way you can get in contact with me. Um, Also, you know, on my Instagram bio, you can email me, you can connect with me through there as well. Um, I do have coaching services that I, um, that I offer to further help you if you need a little help with prioritizing yourself. Um, I provide, you know, an assessment of your household. And then I kind of walk you through what um, your customizable plan would look like to prioritize yourself, to figure out what that hobby or outlet may be for you. Um, so once your household is all taken care of, you can focus on you. So that's something that I really, um, I live by. And that's something that I teach in my um, coaching program. So, yep. So those are definitely ways that you can um, connect with, with me. Love that. And I'll definitely put that information in the show notes. Um, This is a very rich conversation and I really appreciate um, just hearing more about you and about your story and and what you're doing. And I know this is only (laughs) a little bit of it and I really appreciate the conversation and I thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Brenda. I appreciate you for having me on. I really enjoyed talking to you and, um, you know, just talking about moms and, you know, cause we, we have a tough role, you know, but we get the job done. And that's why I think it's so important that we prioritize ourselves and be comfortable with putting ourselves first, because when our needs are met, we can better meet the needs of our family and of others. Yes. Thank you so much. I am so glad we were able to have Shalina on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our interview. Um, She talked about just cherishing the time that you have when you're pregnant. She talked about needing something for herself, um, being able to prioritize herself, having structure and systems, having a routine in the morning and the evening. Do you feel me? So I hope just like me that you're taking some of the tips that she gave and some of the um, resources that she provided um, and implementing those into your own life. And of course, I'm going to have her information in the show notes for you to check out. But again, thank you to Shalina for uh, being a part of the podcast. Also, Please take the time to rate our podcast on your podcast app and give us a review. Um, Send us some love. Let us know 
that you are enjoying Mom's Hustle Different, that you're enjoying our interviews, and you would like to see more. So I thank you again and talk to you later.